This is the only HBO show I'll never watch. Hermes. We all want bigger closets, girl. Manolo Blahnik. It's Sex and the City Bonus Edition. Bonus! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Center Cut Thirst for Knowledge Spring Mixer. Yay! Yay! So this is the Center Cut you're listening to, but we have some guests along with us. Fun little bonus episode. I'm Dave. I'm Michael. And with us, we have the three gentlemen from Thirst for Knowledge. Say hey, guys. Hey! Okay, that's enough. So (laughs) who we have here, just as an introduction... We have Seth Tardiff, we have Justin Mayhew, and we have James Evers. Gentlemen, uh, all record a podcast called Thirst for Knowledge. Uh, we've been on a few episodes with them, and we wanted to do a little collaboration episode Indeed. for fun. Thanks yes. for having us, guys. Yes, it's good, it's good to be here, Mike and Dave. <laughs> good. I am glad you enjoyed that. Thank you. <laughs> so, Michael, we're doing something a little bit different today. Why don't you tell the listeners what's going on? We are doing something a little bit different. So we are going, well, we did watch the first 15 and the last 15 minutes of Sex and the City 1, the first full-length feature film. Now, we brought the guys from TFK along for the ride, and they're actually going to kind of quiz us on the middle, and and they watched the full thing, so they know exactly what happened. They're going to make fun of us for doing horribly. And then once all that's said and done, um, you can hop on over to their feed, and they watched the first 15 and the last 15 of Brokeback Mountain, and we had to suffer through the whole thing. So mm. get the whole shindig over there, but talking about Sex in the City. Yeah. What'd you guys think about Sex in the City? Because I loved it. I, I thought it was fabulous. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so much. I wish I wa- watched Brokeback Mountain. It was so bad. <laughs> You don't it wish took, that. It took a couple <laughs> couple sessions to get through that movie. <laughs> I don't echo James's sentiments. I, I actually, it wasn't that bad. It was it was okay. It was okay. What'd you like about it? Uh, but don't well, don't spoil the middle for us. I, I, well, that, I only like the middle. So okay, <laughs> makes sense. He makes loved sense. the camaraderie of four <laughs> four women, four over. Aged women who are well, <laughs> overaged, like, over rich, easy women, rich as hell. What are they buying? Fifty thousand? They're buying all sorts of stuff. All right, I'm just saying they're buying a lot of stuff, a I lot mean, of stuff that I could never afford. Well, they all have very lucrative careers. Uh huh. Once, yeah. well, I won't get into it. Mike and Dave, why don't you take this? Yeah, yeah. So as you heard, we watched <laughs> Sex in the City. Uh, it was released back in 2008. Directed by Michael Patrick King, the same gentleman who uh, directed the TV series as well. Um, Only got a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not a great reception. Um, But it did make $415 million in the box office. Um, It stars Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, Kristen Davis, Cynthia Knox, and Mr. Big is Chris Noth. Cynthia Knox? Cynthia Knox. (laughs) 
Yeah. Know, like, I, like I know. Like her. you know any actor or actress <laughs> ever. Who, who play? Who is Cynthia Knox? Who does what? What a character is she? I think that's Miranda. It no. is Miranda. Correct. Oh, all right. <laughs> Justin did his homework. He really did like this movie, guys. <laughs> 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 I really, I really thought Mike had a reference to her from somewhere else. I was getting a little excited. Turns I thought she out, had a different last name. That's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Because yeah. I did my own research. <laughs> did I? Fact checking you, bitch. It was I right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty confident I'm right. But <laughs> anyway, so Michael, why don't you recap the first 15 minutes we watched for us? Sure thing. So the film opens to Labels of Love by Fergie, which is the perfect intro to what this movie will be. So bravo, whoever was in charge of the music here. Now, SJP roams the city in an ugly-ass flower dress, a shiny black leopard print dress, and a pinstripe black tie Aladdin pant combo. It's mostly just her wearing different clothes. Now... We meet Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha, and the crew is complete. They meet an attractive man who brokebacks it and kisses another dude, much to their dismay. Mm. They're basically just a gang of sexual predators marching down the sidewalk looking for hung young studs to ride. It's pretty gross. Correct. Now, Sarah Jessica Parker Carey is an author, and the film cleverly intersperses clips from the HBO show to give us a quick who's who of the characters. I say cleverly, but I kind of hated it. We do learn that Charlotte has a China baby. Miranda has a weird, ugly husband and is too poor to have a real pool. Samantha is a hoe for show. And the clip show finally ends and Carrie is meeting Mr. Big. Now, I think he's Mr. Big because of his giant horse cock. Personally. <laughs> That's got to be it. That's all um, I thought about watching that entire movie was how big is Mr. Big. Now, you guys watch the full thing. Do they talk about that at all? Is that no? Okay. They, no, don't, they don't reference his cock size. Is this a family show? Can I say cock size? I can say cock size. You can say cock size. You can okay. say whatever you'd like. Ooh, oh boy, I am untethered. But they do reference his uh, his performance in the bedroom. Okay. They don't necessarily reference his cock size, but. He does uh, put on a good show, if you will. Okay. I think we'll talk about that more later. Mm. Now, they do check out an apartment, um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Mr. Big. Um, They settle on the penthouse if Mr. Big makes a larger closet. It's what every girl needs. Now, we find out that they're only boyfriend and girlfriend, but more on that soon. The four friends meet, they chit-chat, and they head to an auction of some sort. Um, of some ex-rich bitch's jewelry. Now, Samantha wants a flower ring, but she loses out. And then they go to the bathroom and we hear a cautionary tale about why you shouldn't get married. But then the next scene, over dinner prep, Carrie and Horstong decide to get married. And <laughs> it's, it's... I hate to say it, but it's unromantic. Like, I know I shouldn't care being a guy watching Sex in the City, but that is the worst marriage proposal I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, they just kind of decided to get married. It was very clinical, very like, well, this is just the thing we should do right now, right? Right. Weird. I didn't like it. I would assume that there was probably, and this is the difficulty for us, is that I would assume none of us have seen the actual show Sex in the City. I feel like a lot of this backstory was probably in the TV show. 
So like a lot of it is left up for interpretation for someone who hasn't seen the TV series. Right, right. I agree with you. I've never seen it, so I don't know what the F was going on the entire entire time I was watching it. <laughs> that explains why you loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> the clips at the beginning didn't tell you everything you needed to know? No. The only thing it said about clips. Samantha is that she loves to have sex. Was Sideways. That was, that was. Samantha's a huge whore, and yeah. there's three other old bitches who just <laughs> want to buy shit. <laughs> I watched one episode because I thought it was like softcore porn that I could jerk off to. <laughs> Because it was on HBO, yeah. and it was on at like late at night, and I was like, oh, well, okay. It has sex in the title. It had sex, sex in, in the, the title. It took a few times when I was in like like early teen, like finding it on TV when my whole family had gone to bed to realize that it was not any kind of <laughs> pornography. Oh, yeah. who's Mr. Big? Is Mr. Big going to get in trouble with these four bitches? <laughs> yeah. The, the worst part was, is the one sex scene, I was just... I was waiting the whole time, the whole episode for something to give me something, some kind of ammunition to power off to. And <laughs> the only thing that that one episode I watched lend me was Samantha was getting banged out in a bed, white sheets uh, from some rich asshole. And I think she had, I think she was menstruating at the time and it just like bloody sheets. And that was it. And then and I got off. You didn't and I went to anything s- else. <laughs> oh, you, you I went to sleep. <laughs> I went to sleep, and that's all. That's it. The rest is history. <laughs> that's the best jerk I've ever had. <laughs> but anyways. Anyways. So Carrie tells the girls, sans Samantha, at lunch um, about the, the soon-to-be wedding. And Charlotte is extremely excited, overly excited. After that, Carrie calls Samantha, and Samantha isn't as excited but she calls back Carrie right after on, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Carrie had a janky ass like duct taped phone. Did you guys notice that? Yes. And my guess is that that's got to be like some reference to her phone on the show. Probably. It's got to be. You know, and, and they're also trying to get like the point across that she's not good with technology. And that's kind of explored a little bit in the center of the movie as well. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense then. But on that call, Samantha takes a lighter tone than the first call, and Carrie asks her to be her bridesmaid. And cut. Right before we find out if she accepts. <laughs> so I'll never fucking know what she said. How can I sleep ever again? Never. It's impossible. You guys know the answer, but you can't oh, tell yeah. us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Maybe Will you tell us later? Yeah. If you're a good boy. I'm always a bad boy. Well, you're, you'll be punished. <laughs> Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, last 15 picked up with Carrie saying goodbye to her assistant, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson says that, you know, Carrie can find love too. Last we knew she had. So that was a surprise. We cut to Charlotte, who is very pregnant. Uh, That's also a surprise. Getting seated at a restaurant. She sees Mr. Big. Tries to run out of there before he's able to talk to her. Women are so supportive. Like, the waitress is so nice to her. Like, ah, you're so gorge, bae. Such a beautiful bump. <laughs> like, if, if guy, guys see each other and they're like, you look like fucking dog shit, bro. <laughs> like, did you wash your ass today? You smell like fucking elephant dicks. Well, we're, we're honest. Women yeah. just lie to each other's faces. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go forth. <laughs> 
Thanks for that aside, Mike. I appreciate it. <laughs> so she runs out of the restaurant. Mr. Big catches her outside on the sidewalk. She yells at him for a while, tells him that he he ruined everything. He shouldn't have done that to Carrie. As she's screaming at him, her water breaks. But what did he, he offers, do? Well, that's a great question. That's kind of the whole point of our podcast, Michael. <laughs> Fun fact, he didn't what? do anything. She was just going through her birth stuff. Oh, no. Just the birth stuff. He's like, what did I do? Yeah, I got to okay. watch out for that birth stuff. No, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> so she yells at him a bunch. Her water breaks. He offers to drive her. She reluctantly goes with him. Uh, he brings her to the hospital. We then cut to Carrie walking down the hallway of the hospital to meet baby Rose, Charlotte's new daughter. Uh, Harry makes a comment about it's his lot in life to be surrounded by beautiful women. It is currently my lot in life to be surrounded by ugly men. <laughs> so we move on and Carrie meets baby Rose. Uh, Charlotte tells her that Mr. Big was the one who drove her and he waited around probably trying to see Carrie. I have a question. Is this the China baby? No. China baby's already been China born. Baby. China baby's old. So I thought... <sighs> From what I could tell in the first 15 minutes, they had to get the China baby because she couldn't get pregnant. There was like the little pregnancy twist thing. Well, yeah. yeah, Mike, there's a big twist in the middle. And guess what? <laughs> she can get pregnant. All right. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. All right. Oh, man. I can't. But Harry, Harry's thought, the bald yeah. guy, right? Harry yes. is the bald guy husband to Charlotte. It's a stupid name for a bald guy, Harry. Harry. But I can't <laughs> not see that guy in. And he's he he's a character in Lost in one episode. He plays Hurley's imaginary friend Dave. So Oh my god, that's right. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as Carrie is leaving, Harry stops her and says, you know, Big was hanging around here for quite some time waiting to see you. He asked me to have you call him because he just really misses you and wants to talk to you and also mentions the fact that she never responded to any of the letters that he wrote her of which she has no idea what he's talking about she never received any letters so we cut back to her at her house scrambling to try and find said letters she rips through her mail goes through her email can't find anything finally stumbles upon a special folder in her email for her assistant remembers that she told her assistant she never wanted to see anything from him again, but it is password protected. Here comes back the not being able to figure out technology. She tries a few times, can't figure it out, tries to call her assistant who doesn't answer. She finally figures out the password's love. <laughs> That's really great. Almost worse <laughs> than the password from Leprechaun 4. Wizard? <laughs> Wizard is much better. Yeah. Wizard. <laughs> I don't even know if love would pass any kind of password. Anyway. No, it's four characters and there's yeah, no there's numbers. Some, there's no oh, way. I think she used capital L, though. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's there's something. that. <laughs> they got a capital in there. At least there's that. Did so she, she spell, finally... Did she spell love with a zero instead of an O? <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you see or click the O. So it's definitely an O, not a zero. Yeah. <laughs> Man, she maybe, maybe she figured it out. Worst no. assistant ever, huh? What kind yeah. of fucking protection is that? <laughs> so the V... Wasn't a V, it was a Roman numeral five. So there's uh, the character there. It was a was it an upside down carrot? <laughs> that was a terrible joke. <laughs> I'll let it out. God. 
<laughs> yeah, you better. That one. It's terrible. So she finally gets in the mailbox and finds just a long list of letters or emails sent from Mr. Big. They're all copied letters from famous people in history. I didn't write any of them down. Voltaire's the one I remember. He just plagiarized a bunch of other people's work. Just hopefully, you know, it'll work. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, there is unfortunately some significance to the plot. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was That's a callback cool. to the beginning part of the movie. Well, twenty minutes uh, into you, the movie. Yeah. yeah you, shortly you guys after the just beginning. Part. It was like around. Right. It was around sixteen minutes. You guys just fucking. <laughs> <missed> it. <laughs> it's not pretty right. bad though. Like it's that guy's just a big blob of unromanticism and money and money. Yeah. And plus, like she says that he he retyped all these letters. He didn't fucking retype them. He copied and pasted. Oh, yeah. If he actually spent time retyping them, he's a moron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also bad with computers. <laughs> so Louise finally calls her back uh, just after she had found all these all these letters that Mr. Big sent. Um, and Louise is her assistant, if I didn't say that name earlier. And uh, tells her that she needs to go. That today's the last day that she can get into the old apartment that they purchased there's a pair of shoes there that she absolutely needs to go get. She spent $525, apparently, on these shoes. They'd never been worn Manolo Blahniks, so she needed to go. Wait, what was that out. word? <laughs> They're Manolo Blahniks. I know a lot about shoes. <laughs> Can you explain you what that whole... means? Sounds like you just strung together a few letters. Dave's nah. got a whole closet full of uh, women's shoes in his size. Yep. He yeah. wears them around like a I would consider them at the same level of Prada. Okay, but what is and it? A, is that someone's high name? Of Gucci. Is that one word or is it two words? Like, what are it's you two saying? Two words. What language? It's is two that? words. I don't know. French, probably Italian, maybe yeah. Manolo Blahnik. Are you sure you're pronouncing that correctly? I'm 100 confident in that. All right. <laughs> yeah. He knows his shoes. That shoes got shit. some. They got diamonds in it. Yeah, that's some legit shit, man. So she goes to get those shoes, walks in, heads into the closet to get them. The closet is now redone and is huge. And who else does she find in there but Mr. Big? Hanging out with her shoes. Just holding her shoes. Kind of creepy. I think he was just smelling them. Yeah. <laughs> smelling the never worn shoes. <laughs> These have never been worn, but they still smell like she that. touched he the box. They called them never worn shoes. I do know that. so they lay on the floor for a while and he finally they they realized that you know this is this was all a big a big misunderstanding (laughs) and they they decide to just uh you know get back together and she turns around for a moment as they're leaving and he is down on one knee and proposes for real this time now were they just laying on the ground or did they fornicate they definitely fornicate. oh they banked they banked hoard. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, why not? He's Mr. Big. Yeah, but here's the thing. Is that if you banged on that floor, why would you then get up, put all <laughs> of your clothes on again, and then lay back down where you just had sex? Indeed, I agree. I don't think that they took off their crazy. clothes. He just unzipped his pants. She hiked up her skirt. Just raw dogged it. Yeah. Oh. Real quick. In, in my notes, to... I did write that I said they bang in a closet. I mean, it's in my notes, guys. In oh. the closet. Okay. That's also possible. If, I mean, if there. it's in the notes, it's it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. They banged in the closet. All right. So we cut to the courthouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're frozen again, and it looks really nice. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> they, he looks uh, like a Shrek character. <laughs> <laughs> he looks oh, like the Hamburglar. Everything I ever wanted. 
<laughs> you look like the bad guy from 101 Dalmatians. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, Cruella DeVille? No, no, he's one of her henchmen. <laughs> I, uh, I can't see what I look like, so that's sad. I wish I knew what I looked like. <laughs> we, uh, we cut back to the courthouse, and they are now married. So skipped skipped a whole lot there but now now they're married he whispers something in her ear sounds like the uh jamaican bobsled team you know feel the rhythm feel the rhyme get on up at the bobsled time (laughs) that's what it sounded like to me i guess i wasn't listening to it loud enough to hear they walk out of the courthouse and who else is there but the ladies gangs back together screams ensue and then the um, they cut to a diner where they're all eating afterwards, and then to a nightclub where the ladies are drinking what looks to be a Cosmo. That's my guess. And that's you, the end of the movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the end of the movie. There's the whole stupid scene of them sitting around the table, and there's that horrible music, and they're petting a dog in a purse, and Samantha's Hollywood hubby's not there, and said there's like a fat, schlubby Jewish guy. Like, who are these people? There's people at the table that we didn't... Is that Bobby Cannavale at the table, too? Anyone else catch that? Is he in the movie? Uh, I'm making that up. I don't know who that is. In in the middle, yeah, him and uh, Mario something. They're they're in the movie very briefly. So that was a couple. Yes, they're. Oh, okay. Well, what happened to Samantha's husband? Well, what do you suppose happened? (laughs) (laughs) I think it has some. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I I I have some ideas too. All right. So that was the movie. That's the movie. Then that's the whole movie. The whole movie. Pretty much. That's it. the whole fucking middle doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it really the... doesn't. It really doesn't, man. Because <laughs> basically, what you see in the first fifteen, the whole middle just spends like undoing what was set up <laughs> and then redoing it by the time it gets to the end. It's basically pointless. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it pretty much ends where it began. Yeah. It does. Kind of. I mean, there's there's a little bit of a point to this. And from my understanding is all the events that kind of led up to the ending was just wrapping up threads of storyline from the show. Okay. And it kind of wraps it all up into a nice bow. This movie was, it seems to be more directed for the fans of the show to kind of give them a nice wrapped up ending towards everything. Shouldn't they make a second one? (laughs) Shouldn't the finale of the show have done that though? I don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> I've only seen that one episode. All right. I don't know. It was. It was. It's. It's not a movie for me. But I under. <laughs> I understand why it made four hundred fifty million dollars at the box office. I get it. But it's not for me. This movie was essentially a big budget uh, lifetime movie. It's exactly what it was. And like in the middle, it's a good they, description. Even, they even go through like all the seasons and holidays, like all the Hallmark holidays. Like you see Halloween, you see Christmas, you see Valentine's Day. It's all the, It's all in there. It's like you're literally watching a Lifetime movie and they hit all the points. With There's sex. A fashion show in there. They're wearing different clothes in every single scene. It's sucking. Seth, there's only two reasons why you should go to New York. Yeah, love and labels, right? Love and labels. That's yeah. it. Yeah, AKA exactly. fashion and fucking. <laughs> so I guess uh, now that we've recapped everything, you guys have some questions for us that me and Michael will try and answer. 
and we'll see how close we can get to what actually happened in the movie. Yeah, who wants to go first? I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question one from me. Which one of the four women do you think has a full bush? Are we talking like Mountain Laurel? We're talking like coming out of the panties, like they're in a bikini and they actually make a comment like, damn, you need to wax that thing. I think I know. What do you think, Michael? I I actually do know who it is for a fact. There's no doubt in my mind. It's Gavin Rossdale. No, I'm just kidding. What, Dave, What I do know the real answer, so. <laughs> you cheated. How do you know the real answer? Because I just know. I'll tell you why. It's scientific. <laughs> Go. It's scientific. It's science. I think it's Miranda. Absolutely that's, not. Uh, that's my guess. It's definitely Charlotte because she's pregnant. Like, I'm only kind of fat, and it's a lot of work for me to shave my pubes. So I can only imagine having a right. baby bump. Just your leg up There's no way you're getting down there. There's no way. Because you can't see it. Mike, Mike, you clearly don't know the dynamic that is Charlotte. Right. She wouldn't let her bush go. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> then who is it? She loves her body. You should know that. Charlotte loves her body. But it was Charlotte, right? No. no Dave's right. Dave's Dave got <laughs> it. Yep. No way. Got him. Well, Miranda. She is boring, so she probably doesn't ever have sex. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> right. And that's that is a problem. correct. That is very correct. Yes. That's, that's a plot problem. line. That that's is a plot, plot line. line. Damn it. Yeah, the lack of lack of intimacy with her. Now, her side husband. question, does the carpet match the drapes? Yes. Maybe. That, to- is, that is correct. Totally does. Yep. It totally does. Yes. Nailed you it. see that? You see Ronald McDonald down there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm two for two. Two for two. Oh, okay. That that doesn't count as a real question. Bonus out of here. No, one and a half question. for one and a half. All right, that's fine. <laughs> what else we got? Um, what is Big's real name, and how did he get the nickname Big? So we already know how he got the nickname. He has an enormous penis. Um, yes, got it. His be. name is. I don't know. John. Like, nope. I know it because she said it. John James Preston. That's correct. Oh, I thought she like, said it in the oh. second fifteen. Oh, okay. Really? Like I right, didn't... right when we started watching, it was like only a few minutes in. Damn. Okay. Damn. I got assumed. Him. Got him. <laughs> I assumed that the big was like part of his last name. Like it was like That's Ben Bigley Do or something. Yeah. He also <laughs> does Bigley have a. He, he has a big head too. <laughs> like I hate this guy. I really do. Like I just don't like looking at him. I, I, you know what it is? Like he just has an aura about him. Like he's made love on a yacht or something. He probably has. All the guys in this movie, like, I don't get it. Like, the whole thing, they went, they spent seasons, like, at least that's what I think. They spent seasons, like, having sex with dudes and trying to find the right one. And they all settled on these guys. Like, they're all unattractive. (laughs) The guys or the girls? Both, but especially (laughs) the guys. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I I think they're all ugly, too. (laughs) I think the only one who has a chance is Charlotte. I banged Carrie, just saying. (laughs) What did you say? Huh? What? I said I'd bang Mr. Big before I banged Carrie. I don't know. Mr. Big is ugly. I don't like his hairline. SJP's bastard prime, that's all I'm going to say. Is it because you just see a little bit of yourself in him with your hairline? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a question. Go for it. All right. Okay. Which girl on the show gets thundergunned and invited into an outdoor shower to bang? So let me explain. Let yeah. me explain Thunder Gun for you guys, all right? If you're <laughs> okay. not familiar with the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there's this episode where there's a movie where a guy hangs Dong, all right? And, and, and that the main character is Thunder Gun. He's the guy that hangs Dong. So in this movie, which you guys missed, was a nice scene where a guy was hanging Dong, okay? In a shower, outdoors. Now, one of the ladies happens upon this man, and Mr. Mayhew would like to know which one. So, 
what first of all what the fuck is an outdoor shower are we Dude, talking like, you don't like know a, what an outdoor shower is like a baby shower put the words really, together he's very sheltered and then <laughs> they equal what yeah, they what, mean. Where I've never seen it in, in my life. Like, is it something have that you like never a camp? Wa- have you ever not watched a, a House Hunters International episode? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck would I watch a House Hunters International episode? What am I, fucking a 40-year-old woman? No. Dude, if you've never been in an outdoor shower, you are missing. They're, You're missing out. They're more popular at, like, vacation homes near water, like lakes and ocean sides. They're good to, like, wash the sand off your body. Or like the dirt. Or the sex juices. Or the sex juices, exactly. yeah. It's a shower that's outside. Usually, like, it's covered by wood. This one's not, though. It's just all out in the open. Like, she just rolls up in his backyard, and, like, he's just there, taking, a, taking he's a shower outside. Taking a backyard shower. I mean, it has to be It has to be Samantha. It has to be Samantha. I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not. You guys are right. It is Samantha. It's totally Samantha. Yeah. She's Did- a whore. Yeah. Right. She's, it's not going to be Charlotte. No, she's pregnant. Carrie's with Mr. Big. And Miranda, we've already talked about, she's just too boring. She's well, we don't know if at that point Carrie was with Mr. Big, but there's no way, Samantha. Also, if an outdoor shower is introduced, then chances are it was on the West Coast, not the East Coast Ooh, of New York City. I, see, I wasn't Damn. even thinking of that Damn, logic. Dave. with the logic, man. Jesus Christ. Breaking it down. And yeah. you, you both are, in fact, correct. It is Samantha. She does indeed get a face full of cock. Invited into the outdoor shower to bang, but reluctantly turns it down. Really? Do we see? Do you get to see the? the you you the get dick? you get the side dick. It's like yeah, it's like you know dick. like a side boob, but a you get the profile. You get the, the side profile of the cock. I, I don't think it's the same thing as a side boob because <laughs> you, <laughs> no, you get no, the full picture of if you see a side <laughs> of a penis. You, that's a, if you see the side of a side of a penis, you're actually seeing more of the penis than you would if you were looking at it from the front. <laughs> right, like, right. Yes. yes. How is your you, penis shaped, Michael? <laughs> was it it's like, really flat. <laughs> it's really flat, like a leech. Like a half moon. <laughs> if you look at it straight on, you can barely see it. It's like it's a like, piece of paper. It's like a crescent. You can roll. look at it from the side <laughs> to see the see the mass of it. <laughs> All that bulk is on side. You know? Origami. <laughs> like a crescent roll. Oh man. Boy, oh boy. Ugh. What else you guys got? I'm crushing this quiz. Okay. Uh, the girls are spending some time in a Mexican resort. There is one, what is the food that only Charlotte will consume while she is in Mexico? So she's the only one that will have it. The rest of the girls won't touch it. Correct. This is the only thing she eats while she is vacationing in Mexico. So I interpreted it that it's the only food that she would eat. Like the other girls would eat everything and she was she was like, this is the only thing I'll put in my body. Correct. Oh, okay. So, but the other girls would eat it also. No, they don't okay. in the film, but I don't yeah. think they're against it. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, a beefy five-layer burrito with onions. That's right, baby. That's <laughs> Extra right. onion. Um, that's one hundred percent correct. That's what she was eating. No, yeah. no, no, no. A Mexican not. tube steak. <laughs> she got some Taco Bell down in Mexico. <laughs> oh man, this is this now. One. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. These are classy ladies, and Charlotte. If we knew anything about her. Really cares about her body. Chimichanga. No. Any guesses, Dave? Lettuce. I got I got if, nothing. If Dave guesses this, I know he cheated. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Chocolate snack pack puddings. <laughs> How is that oh. caring for your body? Okay, so <laughs> let's explain, all right? She's in Mexico, and she doesn't... She's afraid of eating the food down she there. She doesn't trust it. So she doesn't she eats trust something it. It's prepackaged. So she's only eating prepackaged snack packs. Which I didn't know that was a. Th- I I knew it was a thing at like 
when you're vacationing in like a third world country or something like that. But Mexico, they're at a five star resort. Why would you be afraid of the food? Yeah, that's a little weird. I've like heard of you're staying in some like some like shitty B and B. I get it, but you're at a five star resort. What is there to worry about? Right. So they're down there for what I could presume to be several days to at most a week, I would imagine. And she's only eating chocolate snack pack puddings. I wonder the if they're in a jack twist. So to follow up, while the girls are down in Mexico, okay, they're having a great time and eating their snack packs, drinking their margaritas, and one of the girls literally shits her pants in front of the other three. Which one is it? <laughs> it's hard to. I think you're gonna say the same thing as I am. Is it's hard not to guess the person who's just been exclusively eating snack packs. <laughs> but I think that's too easy. I think they're trying to set us up here. I. It could be Miranda. We've already talked about. It. It's always the one that you least expected. They're the ones who shit their pants. Or maybe it's Carrie. <laughs> like that's maybe that's why Mr. Big splits up with her because she shits her pants <laughs> down in Mexico. Ends up all over the internet. Um, or plus, I mean, we saw her. She was shucking tons of corn. So I could see that leading to some pants <laughs> shitting. <laughs> I mean, just it was Charlotte. Dave, my guess is Charlotte as well. You both are correct. <laughs> It was Charlotte. Just throwing so a softballs there. I mean, come it's on. It's not yeah. because she's eating the snack packs, though. Oh. Yeah, we should probably ask you who shat their pants before the Charlotte pudding <laughs> question. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. It was actually because she drank the water, Mike. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yep. And she's shown, like, very carefully drinking bottled water. And then all of a sudden, after she goes for a run, she's in the shower and a little bit of the water from the shower gets in her mouth and then immediately runs outside and shits her pants in front of the other three. Well, she, was she wearing pants if she came right out of the shower? She, she, had, her, the towel? she had a bathing suit on. Okay. She immediately she shit her pants up. after drinking the water. She filled it up with snack packs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pretty, that pretty doesn't ridiculous. seem that doesn't seem logical health-wise. No. Was this the same movie that we watched? <laughs> Dude, th so the best part of this movie was when they were in Mexico. I, I think. I think it was the mo like it was at least like they were trying to go for some laughs, you know. Yeah, I laughed. It My was... favorite part of the movie though was during the movie in friggin' some random lady just she sees a dog run out of a room. She goes, "Who let the dogs out?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh wait, she just quote she just quoted Bahamut." <laughs> Sad, I missed that part. Yeah, you did. What rentable fashion design company did Carrie's assistant, Louise, use regularly in the film? Rentable fashion? I don't even know what that is. What do you mean rentable fashion? Okay, let me explain. <laughs> Louise, Carrie's assistant, utilizes this service, this rentable fashion service, where you can actually pay money to rent expensive handbags and articles of clothing temporarily to show off your upscale style before you have to give it back after the contract has expired. What service did Louise utilize throughout the movie? What was the name of the company? Hmm. Like, what now, is, is this a real company or is it made up for the movie? This is a real company. Oh, there are companies like that that exist. I just don't know the names of any of them. Old bags for hags. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know this even existed. <laughs> Knowing what that is, what, could just take a guess. What do you suppose that company would be called? Keeping up with the Joneses. He'll take it off, LLC. <laughs> what? He'll what? take it off? I'm, I'm confused. He'll take it off. Okay. Borrow Vuitton. Uh, 
don't know. Hey, all right, not too bad. All right, it's it's not Rent the Runway, okay, which is a whole separate other company. Okay. Uh, it's called Bag Borrow and, and Steal. steal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Michael loves a good pun. <laughs> oh Jesus! I like old bags for hags. Old bags, old bags for hags. For hags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where was Carrie's assistant? Louise from Louisiana. She came to New York <laughs> for the love and the labels. Where was she originally from? St. Louis. That is correct. Correct. Nice. Yeah. What? How did you guess that? Because of her name? I didn't guess it. It was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in St. Louis. I just took a uh, shot in the jar and assumed that she was going home. Yeah. Because yeah. it showed her family and her daughter calling her boobs big in the dress she was wearing. Yeah. Yes. Details. Damn, Mike. <laughs> I lost. Which character mm-hmm. murders a Mexican slave in Mexico because he didn't get her enough lobster? Oh, right. Someone gets murdered? Samantha murders the Mexican slave. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Why do you guys think that Mr. Big and Carrie break up in the middle? So, that is a great question. I uh, I was trying to rack my brain for reasons that they would split up. Honestly, the best one I could come up with, because I don't think he would have cheated on her or anything like that. I think that's what it is. I know it's you not. That's what it I, know, is? I know it's not that humorous, but I'm pretty sure. Like how? Like what other reason could you even come up with? That's why all people get a divorce, isn't it? Isn't that like ninety percent of divorces? Probably. That seems like a high percentage. Mm. But maybe. I mean, the other ten percent is like a disability. Like if you end up in a wheelchair. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, Those, you can't. That's walk, all one hundred percent. Walk away. For <laughs> You can watch me walk away. <laughs> oh, man. So I think, here's my guess, is that he goes from being Mr. Big to Mr. Mediocre and has to get a, a penis reduction. That would have been so much better. Why would you have to get a penis reduction? I could see choosing to get one. It's so for a name. big that it just, like, chafes the shit out of him. Yeah, but yeah, dude's, like, 55, like... like it's true. It leads it's not like that thing grew tonight. overnight. Yeah. What? Hip, hip problems, problems hip, back hip, problems. Hip problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I uh, I really don't have a, a good answer for this. Maybe other than him trying to get between her and the girls. That's my guess. Maybe he really didn't want Samantha as the bridesmaid. I Drama. Drama. Ooh. All right. That's not bad. You guys, That's not you bad. Guys, you guys want to know? Bad. I think they should watch the not movie. Really? I don't, I I don't really care. <laughs> Dude, I don't really care. <laughs> it's, it's, you're both wrong, and you it's so it. bad. It, it's so bad, and it's so awkward. So they are going to get married. Everything's all set up on the wedding day, and he kind of leaves her at the altar, but only like very, like not really. Sp- it's so awkward. All right, so he's there waiting for her and he's trying to call her and he's like i can't go inside without you i need to go into the wedding wedding venue with you but her phone's missing so she can't get his phone call all right so he leaves and then she calls him on somebody else's phone because they're like where is he where is he and when he answers he says oh i was just outside but i just left and then she gets upset and was like oh no he left me at the altar freaks out she freaks out he also is like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to come back. I'm going to get married. So he, dri- he starts driving back towards the wedding. She's leaving the wedding. 
He's going the wrong way down a one-way street. They both stop the cars in the middle of the street. And in the worst scene in the movie, she they both get out of the cars and she literally beats him over the head with the bouquet. And it just starts like fl- like flowers are going everywhere and it's very dramatic. But he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's go get married. And she's like, no, no. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, bitch, relax. Like <laughs> he, he just fucking he's coming back. That is really the reason for why their marriage was oh, off. It's so bad. Yes. It's so Dude, bad. It was the wor- it was so bad. You know what annoys me about these kind of movies and that is like if it was the other way around, every woman that watched the movie or pretty much everyone that watched the movie would be like, "Wow, that guy is a total douche. How could he do that to her?" But the fact that it's this way, it's like she can overreact and it's fine. But if he overreacted, it would have been a disaster. I mean, imagine if it was the same exact thing. He got out of the car and just beat the shit out of her in the street and then he left. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, holy shit. I called you over to have your phone on you. (laughs) How many times do I have to tell you? (laughs) It's like, dude, that guy just beat the shit out of his wife and just drove off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really terrible. Explains why we couldn't guess it because that was <laughs> it was so bad, really yeah. horrible. Yeah, there was really no reason. And then the rest of the movie is just them trying to figure out like why, 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 why would it's it's so dumb, man. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Here's here it is. All right, boys, I'm Uh-oh. gonna go through it real quick. Okay, and I didn't understand it until until Christine explained it to me. So here's kind of the whole idea. In the television show, Big and Carrie are like on again, off again for a lot of times. They break up, they get back together, they break up, they get back together. So as it's kind of leading up to this wedding, it was like, no longer are you going to leave me again, ever. Like, this is bullshit. And so that was kind of part of the overreaction. Okay. That's the idea. And then- in the context of a eight television, eight series television show or whatever, that makes more sense than in the confines of a movie where the plot is standalone in this movie. So that was my problem was those major plot points. They never got like I didn't get invested enough in the movie to actually understand the impact of them. But if you watch the show, if you're a fan of the show and you invested all that time, you can understand and those events in the movie actually have an impact emotionally. There's an emotional connection there. But going in for the fans, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but even if it even if it was, I mean, like you explained that in two sentences, how hard would it have been for them to add, you know, two sentences in there to, you know, fill the other portion of people watching this movie that have never seen the TV show in on what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I agree. Agreed. I don't that's know. Why. I think it was poorly executed. But that's again, it's a terrible movie. I'm not a fan of the show, so <laughs> it's I just tried to jerk off to it that one time and yeah. Makes sense. So, well. lady, ladies and gentlemen, Sex in the City. Well, that is Sex in the City, guys. I am ready to close the book on Sex in the City forever. Until we do Sex in the City 2. Fine. No, you guys shouldn't. Uh, Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. We're doing it. If this wrapped up all the storylines, I can't wait to see where they go from here. (laughs) I think they go back to the hood. I think. Sex in the City 2, back to the hood. Sex in the City in space, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I think... I think that got canceled. It was supposed to come out, but they didn't end up making it. Yeah. Samantha fucks a Martian. So here's the thing. (laughs) Wouldn't it be cool if 
we tried to figure out who you guys are as Sex and the City characters. I think that's a fantastic idea. Well, we're not going to do that on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But since we floated the idea, we should talk about that on the episode on your show when you cover Brokeback Mountain with us. Yes. Yes, we should. I think that's a good idea. It's almost like we planned this. Weird. It's weird. And I think, you know... I think we could take this time to answer a question that you guys asked us on your show. Yes. Will you guys please answer answer that question for us now? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Michael. So the question is, if me and Dave were in Brookback no, Mountain... you're defeating the point by saying the question. What do you mean? Just answer. Really? No question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, if I was in this movie, I would clearly be Ennis... Because I am the giver with the penis. Clear. Like, there's no possible way that I am receiving from you. I'm wait, Ennis. Wait, wait, I didn't know who was given and who was taken. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. No Damn it. <laughs> that, that, so yeah. I'd be... I actually just forgot, honestly, like, what you said. I Good. know you said the two people and one was giving, one was taking, but I actually don't remember yep. which one it was. So you're welcome. Perfect. So I think I would be Jack Twist. That's Not perfect for that reasoning, <laughs> but <laughs> just because I think that a Jack is more of an outgoing person and, you know, and it just seems like a very anxious and not doesn't care about anything or any never wants to talk to anyone is very antisocial. And that's just not me. Are you saying that's what I am? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's fair. Now, here's a better question. Because it's clear. I mean, we nailed it. I'm Ennis. You're Jack Twist. Mm-hmm. What would your name be if you were a gay cowboy? Who? Yeah, that's a great question. And you guys, Maybe. you can feel free to come up with a gay cowboy name, too. Yeah. Ooh. Put you on the spot there. What do you I'll got, I'll give Dave? you an example for mine, yeah. I uh, I would be uh, Richard Roughhouse. Ooh. I, I'd go by, I think I'd go by Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dick Roughhouse. <laughs> Um, I think I would be Wild Bill Lickock. It's like Wild Bill Hickok, but, you know. <laughs> Back to the puns. Ugh, but with the, the lickock at the end. With, be, the, with the licking of the cock. <laughs> I would be Harold, Harold Johnson from Chattanooga. <laughs> you go by Harry for short? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Your friends. Yeah. I have a big mustache. <laughs> yeah. Among other things. <laughs> really into duels. I'm really into duels. I would say for me, uh, Richard Wrangler Ooh, as, awesome. a, as a two play for Dick Wrangler and Dick and Wrangler jeans. So Richard Wrangler, bitches, suck Solid. it. We are a great group of cowboys. It's good to know that we have two dicks here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least two dicks. I think I would have to be Richard Johnson. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dick Johnson. Nice. Dick, Dick. So three dicks. <laughs> Makes sense. Dick squared. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good uh pretty good cowboy crew there. I think that's all we got. There's a lot of dicks in this crew. <laughs> three dicks, a Harry and Bill. <laughs> good job, Mike. Are we, are we somehow related? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Seth are brothers. I'd prefer His not to Dick find Johnson, out. I'm Harry Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we could be married. We could be married. It's quite yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that's our show. Yay. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Please yeah. check out 
thirst for knowledge thirst for knowledge on anywhere you find podcasts think of a way that you could find a podcast you're not gonna not find them right is that accurate if for, <laughs> that <is correct. laughs> if for nothing else than the just go listen to the two episodes that we're in yeah soon to be three episodes that we're in <laughs> indeed yeah but Thanks you should listen to the rest guys. they're pretty great bye guys bye. like sex and fashion it's always better in the center of the city like like manhattan in new york city like there's a lot of fashion there <laughs>